leap of faith. Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my partner in film, Devin. And today, we're here to give you our spoiler-free thoughts on Gen V, the boys' spinoff show, episodes one through three. For those who do not know, Gen V is, as I just mentioned, a spinoff show of the popular live-action superhero show titled The Boys, which is now streaming on Amazon. The first three seasons of The Boys are up, and this is actually kind of perfect because Gen V fits perfectly in between seasons three of The Boys and season four of The Boys, which has not yet been released, but... Slowly but surely, you know, the writers are finally making that money. They're, they're finally getting um, their their residuals, their, their fair pay. Now, we just got to f- fight for those actors out there as well. But before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the Internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to our show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and threads at FilmOptics. That is optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, Devin, we're here. We, We are here, finally. Gen V is finally here. And we've seen the first three episodes. We were sent the first six. But this episode is only going to be covering the first three episodes. And for context out there, we have not seen past the first three episodes. Did you stop after three? I did. Did you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was hard, but I did. It was late last night. Exactly. That's exactly what happened, man. I was like, man, I could probably squeeze in like one more episode. I was like, you know what? Let me, let me go in fresh. I knew that we were recording here today, you know, covering for Gen V. I wanted it just, just to be my earnest thoughts of the first three episodes because the first three episodes of Gen V will be dropping on September 29th, Friday, September 29th, 2023. Yeah. So, they, they like Amazon likes doing that, that three episode initial release. They do that with the, bo- the boys as well. I like that approach because. Typically, from what I've read online, it usually takes people at least three episodes to know if they're going to be invested into a television show. And what I think this does so well, it tells like this, like Amazon's just like, hey, we're going to give you the first three episodes. If you like it after that, you know, that that's when you know people are going to start coming back. And that that's what I like about their methods over there because you know you get three nice crisp clean episodes you're like well you know let me watch past you know to episode three see if i'm invested if you're invested you're coming back for week four five six and so on so it's like it's it's perfect i absolutely love it it gives us a lot to talk about here on the show as well uh we're going to be kind of skipping through but we'll we'll try to streamline it a little bit easier for you guys. But again, this is going to be a spoiler free coverage of 
episodes one through three of Gen V for you guys. We're not going to give away any plot points um, because, man, this show is wild. And me and Devin started it last night and we did, we couldn't put it down. Like I was like, yeah, let me start the boys. You know, like I knew we had this coming up and then, you know, I watched the first episode and then I was like, Oh, that was, wow, that was really good. And then I watched the second episode and I was like, Oh man, like it's, and then I was like, you know, I, I can squeeze in one. Like, let me just, let me do the third episode. And I just, <laughs> it just happened so fast for me, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Devin, how have you been? How's your week been? And what have you been watching outside of the boys? Or Gen V, I should say. <laughs> yeah, like we said, like we said in our our last episode, there's so much to watch right now. It is piling up. Uh, we got recently are adding Loki to the list because I guess we forgot that was coming out in a week. Literally comes out next Friday. Oh man, this is crazy, crazy stuff. But I, it's it's all it's all good stuff. Like this is the good stuff we've been waiting for all September. It's finally hitting all at once. Yeah. Yeah. And heck, I mean, October is right around the corner. We only have a few more days of September left and it is, uh, it's a doozy. It's crazy, but yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, so have you picked up anything outside of like required viewing, I guess (laughs) for the, for, for the podcast? Are you kind of just still playing Starfield? I mean, I have watched the first few episodes of the new love is blind season. That's my, that's my guilty pleasure. Hmm, I've never Always seen gotta it. Have that one on. Never seen it all the way through. I should say it's it's so dumb, but it's so entertaining. That hey, it's a hey, as long as it's like Tiger King, because I remember when that came out, I couldn't put that down. It was it was the trashiest like show I've ever seen in my life. Not saying Love Is Blind is trash, but oh, it, it being is. reality. Oh, is it okay? <laughs> I've only seen snippets here or there with my old roommate. She would watch it constantly like it was it was either uh love is blind or some type of like murder mystery case those are like the only two things she ever watched with like the occasional viewing of like the office and it was funny because she was not introduced to the office until the pandemic like in 2020 and like the first time i met her I was like, hey, you know, like we were talking about TV shows, whatever, whatever, what shows you like to watch. She was like, oh, my gosh, have you seen The Office? <laughs> I was yeah, like, it's never been asked before in the last 10 years. Yeah, I was like, yeah, she's a little late to the party, but, you know, it is what it is. But she's never, never watched it. She's like, I've seen all the memes, but I just never sat down and fully watched it. And she watched it during the pandemic. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I think that's probably the best way to experience that show, like just all at once. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm happy that you have been, you know, just chilling, you know, watching some Gen V, watching some of Love is Blind. That is always a it's always nice to have like that guilty pleasure show. You know what I mean? I don't have yeah. that just yet. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I need to find a guilty pleasure show because I don't have one right now. I don't think I ever have. I don't know. It's weird. Strange stuff. But as we mentioned before we are going to be getting into our spoiler free thoughts of episodes one through three of gen v so without further delay we'll be right back after this introduction to gen v episodes one through three 
let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. I know there must be many thoughts going through your mind right now. Is this the right place for me? Do I belong here? But let me assure you that we see something in you. Something you may not even see yourself. Even if you do have x-ray vision. Congratulations and welcome to Godolkin University. You know when Golden Boy flames on his clothes burn off? It's like a big fiery sea cucumber. Golden Boy, Jordan, Andre, they're going all the way. They could save thousands of people. I was coming up with your superhero name on here. Bloody Marie. That's terrible. Okay, Coagula. Even worse. And we are back with our spoiler-free review of the first three episodes of Gen V. If you do not know about this amazing spinoff, it's, you know... I'm filled filled with excitement because I knew this was coming out and I didn't know really what to expect. I saw a few rumblings on Rotten Tomatoes and whatnot. And I was like, okay, you know, like this, this seems like it's shaping up pretty good. But when I finally sat down and watched it, I was just sucked in all over again and just heavily invested. But before I get too ahead of myself, the creators of the show do include Evan Goldberg, Eric Kripke, and Craig Rosenberg, and stars Jazz Sinclair, Lizzie Broadway, Chance Perdomo, and Derek Le, just to name a few. Of course, and also Patrick Schwarzenegger is on here, as well as Maddie Phillips and Sean Patrick Thomas. And we are supposed to get a little uh, surprise, which isn't much of a surprise if you follow the same circuit that we do. I'm not sure if you've already seen it, Devin, but I'm not going to say it here on the show. And the synopsis is as follows. From the world of the boys comes Gen V, which explores the first generation of superheroes to know that their superpowers are from Compound V. These heroes put their physical and moral boundaries to the test competing for the school's top ranking, which is a huge general over um, generalization of what this uh, show is about. But that's pretty much hits the nail on the head. I would say it does a pretty good job of explaining what it is. And like it says, this is the first batch of kids to know that their gifts are not, you know, something that happened by chance. If you've been watching the boys, this is Kind of like a indirect spoiler where you find out where most of, or if not all of these superpower beings from the world of the boys get their powers from. So it's, it's pretty interesting, but I am going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial reactions to Gen V the first three episodes. So Devin, take it away. Yeah. Going into this one, I think we were both 
pretty equally excited because we are such big fans of the boys, the first three seasons that we've gotten so far. Um, it's very interesting that, that a show like The Boys would do a spin-off show because it's kind of like against how how much they make fun of like superhero culture and comic book movie culture and all the, the sequels and trilogies and prequels and, and spin-offs. But you, you know if The Boys were going to do a spin-off that they, they were going to do it right because they know that it, if they didn't, they would get clowned because it's something that they make fun of themselves. So, of course, they had to make sure they had a good story in place and, and some some interesting interesting dilemmas to put these characters through. And they definitely do. These first three episodes are really just, like you said, we could not stop watching. It was definitely difficult to stop after three. But I kind of want to watch weekly with everyone else after <laughs> these first three I want to see certain reactions, definitely from the first the first episode, especially. It just really, really just hits the ground running. Like you are immediately thrown into this world. We get a great origin story for our main character um, named Marie Moreau, who is played by Jazz Sinclair. Um, she's definitely got a, a really interesting um, upbringing and kind of origin story, like I said, where she gets her powers in the most absurd crazy way you could ever think and then something happens that is even more absurd and crazy and that's just her upbringing and it's very unfortunate but that's that's, that's her life and it's, it's very interesting to see her get accepted into Godolkin University kind of like God you which is a school for for people with powers I guess you could say it kind of reminds me of like it's like a mature like rated R rated MA version of Wednesday where you get a bunch of, of weirdo, weirdos put into the same school and then weird things start to to ensue. That's kind of the vibes I was getting. It's just the fun school setting mixed with very cool and interesting powers that you don't really usually see. And just that intertwining as, as well as a murder mystery, which is also kind of the heart of the Wednesday as well. It's kind of bringing all those things together into one cohesive and very interesting plot where... You just want to keep going because you got to figure out what's going on and you get invested in these characters and there's a lot of characters to like here. I couldn't have agreed more. Um, you know, when it comes to, like Devin said, we, we've kept watching and I think I was a little bit ahead of you at the time. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, I, I watched like the first episode. I was on the second episode when you messaged me, you're like, Hey, I'm starting Gen V tonight. I was like, Oh, cool. You know, like we're we kind of like great minds think alike kind of thing. We kind of had the same, same thought process. Cause I didn't have too much going on and it was, it's, it's electrifying. Like it really sets the stage. These first three episodes, at least it sets the stage with these amazing characters. Like Devin talked about um, with uh, Jazz Sinclair's character, Marie, and, you know, you, you have characters like Lizzie Broadway, who is uh, Marie's roommate um, in God You. And you saying that this is kind of like the Wednesday effects. I was like, yeah, it, it definitely is. It's not like your, you know, your average. It's, it's weird. And I'm sorry, I'm going all over the place. When, you know, when we were talking about Wednesday, we're like, oh, yeah, it, it reminds me of Harry Potter. But, you know, a more not Halloween setting, but, you know, just a more diverse cast or um, set of creatures going to the same school. It's kind of like, it's kind of like another evolution, like Harry Potter, Char Charmander, Wednesday Charmillion, Mrs. Charizard, like full force, no, no holds barred, just flamethrowers. 
Well, I'm, I'm more of a Squirtle, Wartortle, Blastoise kind of guy, but I... Whatever, I whatever you floats mean. your boat. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. But it this this entire three episodes, like it's building off the DNA of the boys. And I know we kind of cringe and roll our eyes when they're like, oh, you know, there's this super popular television show and they're making a spinoff or, oh, we're making like a spinoff, like prequel to like this, these movies or what or whatever. But this show still gives us everything that the boys is, but it's the show is kind of like a reward for people who have watched the first three seasons of the boys. Cause a lot happens there. But in order to get to this point where, you know, there's just, you know, vulgarity thrown all over the screen, bloodbaths all over the screen, and just people using their powers in the most interesting and creative way and the most messed up ways, I, I think it's it's like a reward for people, for longtime viewers, because like I mentioned, uh, Gen V does happen um, between seasons three, which just premiered, I think it was last year, and the upcoming season four version. So it's it's giving us more of the boys, but it's giving us new characters who fit into this world so well. And I I absolutely love how we're able to get characters like Marie, characters like Emma, which is her roommate. She has a pretty interesting power. They, they, they all do. You know, some of them may seem more, oh, I've seen that power before, which is fine because, you know, we see, we've seen what Homelander can do. And he's basically the evil version of Superman. And then we have someone like Jensen Eccles' character. Um, who was basically a messed up Captain America <laughs> soldier boy. You know, he's kind of just doing his own thing. It gives us a more realistic lens of what people what people would do with these powers in our society. And not only that, just the powers that are shown in these first three episodes, where it's not something you would necessarily see straight ripped out of a comic book, which is funny because Gen V and the boys the universe of the boys is adapted from a comic book series, but I feel like they, they are able to expand across that landscape and give some of these characters some really interesting powers. Yeah. Like I said before, the powers in this one are just like the things you wouldn't even think of. Like, obviously there's, there's the obvious ones like cricket, um, AKA Emma, the kind of the shrinking power, but she has, uh, there's caveats where it doesn't work like like you'd expect, um, but then the main character like blood power like a, she's basically a bloodbender and that's like yeah so so cool yeah all you Avatar fans you know what I'm talking about when it comes to bloodbending <laughs> but no it's it's that's that's true you know and we we have Golden Boy who is effectively um, I didn't even you know, know that I didn't even realize that was Patrick Schwarzenegger. I didn't realize that was him either. <laughs> like at he's not, all. He's but. not as jacked as, as pops, but Mm-mm. he's got the looks. Maybe he just went down a different route. He's like, I'm, I'm going to be the, the new age uh, Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? Just kind of cruising through. He's, he's kind of got the, the Timothy Chalamet effects almost, but a little bit more manlier than Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> but yeah, it's this, you know, we always love the high school setting. This is a fun 
again, coming of age story for a lot of these characters. And one of the characters I kind of wanted to mention, it is the character of um, Derek Le. Um, he, it's like the, 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 I guess it's Derek Le and London Thor. Yeah. Yeah. London Thor. I like that last. That is a not, that's an awesome London Thor, London Thor, London Thor. I like that. But, um, yeah, between London Thor and Derek love, they, they, they share the same body of, you know, when it comes to, it's kind of like a non-binary superhero thing where they're able to gender fluid to the extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Gender, yeah. Gender fluid to the extreme for sure. And I was like, Oh my, I never thought about using that as like a superpower. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like that's pretty awesome. How they were able to incorporate that much like how, what was it? Season three of umbrella Academy. When we have uh, Elliot page, when uh, Elliot was Ellen and that character made that a similar transition, but more of a permanent transition for that character but i i thought that was i thought that was a really awesome way to uh include like gender fluid um into the superhero space and it's done very well here like i absolutely love it and you know we could talk about the powers all day long but yeah the story as we've kind of glossed over just a little bit but we don't want to give too much away but it's it's very interesting it's it's a very high school setting type of situation where there's some big mystery that these kids have to unfold. And, you know, I think the total amount of episodes for Genevieve is going to be, I think it's eight episodes total and it's air date is through September 29th and ends on November 3rd. So mainly through October is where it's going to hit those strides. And I'm I'm very excited to see where this goes. But Devin, did you have anything else you wanted to add to our coverage of the first three episodes of Gen V? I did want to mention, just based on the first three episodes, I'm pretty confident that even if you've never seen The Boys, you could jump into this one pretty blind and enjoy it as its own story. It does a good job of creating its own story in its own world that is separate from the boys universe, but also it has a few major tie-ins and obviously there's some characters that pop in um, throughout these first three episodes that are from the main boys series that you definitely recognize, but they aren't, they aren't like major players that you need to know in order to understand the story. Like as long as you go in knowing that it's a show about uh, basically a college with, with superpowers in it. That's kind of where you have to start and does a good job of creating its own world. That's a good point um, to point out. Cause I know a lot of people out there are pro- probably going to be asking, okay, you know, this new show is coming out. Do I have to watch three seasons of television to enjoy this, you know, one season of television and Devin put it plain and simply, no, you don't need to watch the boys um, for the references that happen within Gen V. I mean, obviously there's a Homelander reference here and there. Like uh, there's, you have to know basically the basic idea of what compound V is. But other than that, like there's not nothing too crazy. 
Yeah, it's it, it's kind of the same effect of Ahsoka where, you know, you don't have to watch four seasons. Heck, not even four seasons just of Star Wars Rebels, but like the seven seasons of Clone Wars that come before it. Um, you know, Ahsoka was able to uh, have people who want to jump in fresh where it's like, hey, I'm really enjoying Ahsoka. I want to go back and see what happens in Rebels, or I want to see what go, uh, go back and ha- what happened in the Clone Wars. The same thing with Gen V. I can recommend this to anyone, and they'd be like, "Oh, like what's Comp V? Who's Homelander? Who's Queen Maeve? Who's A Train?" And they have three amazing seasons of television to watch before season four comes out. We don't know when it's going to drop, but I, I think that's a beautiful thing when you have a spinoff show where it's within this same universe, but it is self-contained to be its own story. None of these characters um, that you run across the story for the most part, you've never seen before. There's, I think three people, maybe, well, I think there's going to be maybe four or five people total throughout the entire series. But so far within the first three episodes, we've only ran into I think three people that we've recognized. I think, I think there might be four that we've seen before. And then by the end, there'll probably be five or six that pop up. Yeah. So it's, it's a great time. I think people should just watch it and we're going to be watching it. Like it's going to be hard, you know, since we have the first six episodes, cause like that's man, that's right on like, that's, three more episodes were like, Oh my gosh, you know? And then we, we got to wait for the last two, but like, I, I don't know if I could blow through. I feel like I, if I did, I would hate myself because I want to be able to experience the rest of these episodes with the audience. Especially since there's so much to watch too, so much else to watch. Yeah. That, that too. I mean, like you said, you know, Loki's coming out soon. Uh, Soga's wrapping up very soon. Uh, Doom Patrol is coming out very soon. We got The Fall, The House of Usher. It's a lot of great television and films that are hitting the the theater. Uh, not as much as we would hope. Uh, looking at you, uh, Warner Brothers, with Dune Part Two, but we still got that Hunger Games prequel, y'all. It's gonna be awesome. Very excited. But Devin, I wanted to ask you really quick before we uh, disperse here, um, and I'm not sure if I've asked you this question before. Like, if you were to take Compound V, like, I don't want this question to be like, oh, what kind of powers would you want to have? What kind of powers do you think you would have based off of your personality? Well, is that even how it works or just just like randomness? I think it's randomness, but I guess I was I was trying to make it a little bit more interesting. Like, oh, you know, like I do a lot of this. It would be kind of cool if I had a power that did X, Y, and Z, but there's a lot of caveats with these powers as well, as, as, as we've seen within this world, unlike, you know, the, the Marvel and DC universes. Just, just off the top of my head, I kind of like, I like the idea of like blowing up to like a Snorlax size and just being <laughs> a giant, <laughs> like a giant, just Snorlax blob and just destroying mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, I got you. For for me, and this is probably a, a little bit of my my weeb side coming out. It's it's either has to be that I am going to be a shinobi <laughs> from Naruto, or more probably more. Hmm. You know what? More realistically, I would like to have the powers of an Earthbender 
in the world. If if I were to take compound V, because I'm a very um, stubborn person, <laughs> as Devin knows. <laughs> and I, I think uh, being an earthbender within the world of the boys or, you know, going to uh, being a part of Gen V, I think that would fit my needs perfectly. <laughs> I think that would be pretty awesome. But Devin, did you have any other final thoughts um, or any qualms, any issues uh, with these first three episodes uh, before we um, close out? Yeah, no real issues yet. Um, like we said, we kind of dove right in and it, it hits the ground running and keeps you invested, especially mm-hmm. these first three episodes. It really does, man. Like, my God, like, I, like you know, with episode one's phenomenal and it just it just keeps going and with it being eight episodes i'm i'm very excited to see what comes next and man i'm just like we're back like it doesn't feel like this is out but like it's here just because it's been a very strange year and you know with a lot of uncertainty of what properties were coming out i honestly forgot about this show for for a hot second because you know amazon also distracted us with that amazing adam eve like in between show and you know when it comes to amazon i think they have done a great job so far with the property of the boys and with invincible as well as a few of their other properties on the site and yeah i I think it's, it's a pretty underrated site this is definitely their flagship show uh, 100%. And I can't wait to see where the rest of the journey of Gen V season one takes us. So, you know, maybe if this goes well, maybe we get a season two or maybe they kind of just blend into the boys season four. I think that'd be pretty cool too. I don't know. They're, you know, they're, they're in like college. So it's like graduating, you know, maybe, I don't know, but we'll just have to wait and see. But with all that said, that does conclude today's episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard so far, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your preferred podcast platform of choice and make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and threads at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. And don't forget to share an episode of our podcast with a fellow movie lover, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Spread the love for the Film Optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And now let's take a sneak peek of what's coming up next on the show. So coming up next, we have some coverages, reviews that we're going to be um, reviewing for you guys. Uh, The creator is one of them. Of course, we're also going to be finishing up our Continental Episode 3 review that will wrap up that um, miniseries trilogy. And we have Ahsoka. We got a... Um, cover Ahsoka's episode five through the finale. So we'll be doing one giant episode covering all those um, final episodes for you guys, giving our final thoughts on the show. I've been loving it so far. I watch it weekly. It's probably the first Star Wars show that I kind of look forward to every week because it, it has been very good, at least in my opinion. Um, I, I've enjoyed it so far. But for what you can listen to now on the podcast, you can listen to our No One Will Save You review, which we did a few days ago, as well as our The Continental Episode 2 
review for night two of the Continental from the world of John Wick. And you can also check out our Bottoms spoiler-free review. That's a great movie. People should be go seeing it because it's awesome. I absolutely love it. But with all that said, thank you all for listening. And if you enjoyed the show so far, please take a moment to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And stay connected with us by following us on Twitter and Threads and Instagram. All those social media garbage stuff out there for the latest updates. That was Devin and I'm Christian signing off. And remember, life is like a movie. So go out there and make it a blockbuster. Peace.